0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Saturday of the third week of Lent, day being the 26th day of March 2022. Together we beg of the Spirit of God to come upon us and dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is God be merciful to me, a sinner. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. The first reading today is taken from the prophet Hosea chapter 6, from verse 1 to verse 6. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 18, from verse 9 to verse 14. Hosea tells us today, in the first reading, Come, let us return to the Lord, for He has turned, that He may heal. Us, He has stricken, and he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up, that we may live before him. Let us know, let us press on to know the Lord. His going forth is sure as the dawn. He will come to us as the showers, as the spring rains that water the earth. Hosea, remember, was a prophet who did not only teach the people of Israel by the words of his mouth, but also by his own lifestyle. God uses his life to teach the people of Israel. Under the instruction of God, Hosea would have to marry a prostitute to teach Israel how. They, after God picked them up from the dungeon of sin, cleansed them and made them a nation, made them a great people, they turned away from God and lived in iniquity. God used the life of Hosea to teach the people of Israel how wayward they have become, how they have turned away from the Lord, how rebellious they have become in sin. Yet God comes for them again, seeking reconciliation, bringing them back to himself, cleansing them of their iniquities, washing them clean in the blood of the Lamb. Friends in Christ, this is what God has done for us. He has come that we may return to him, that we may find life, that we may be redeemed, that we may regain freedom out of condemnation. That we may be justified by grace. And how will this happen? Except we turn to the Lord. Except we come before Him with broken hearts and not with torn garments. Except we come to Him with total submission to His will rather than with sacrifices. And then we say, God, have mercy on me for I am a sinner. Have mercy on us. We are sinners. We have done what we shouldn't do. And we have failed to do what we ought to do. We are here to seek your face. To seek your mercy. To seek your forgiveness. And he will come down. He will heal us. He will forgive our sins. He will heal our land. That is what the word of God tells us in the first book of Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. And this is what Jesus is teaching us today in the gospel reading. Telling us to avoid the temptation of self-righteousness. For the Bible tells us in St. Paul's letter to the Romans chapter 3, verse 23. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And in the epistle of St. John, he says, If we say you have no sin in you, you are making God a liar. And God is not a liar. We, every one of us, have Sin against God in one way or the other. That is the unfortunate thing about the Pharisee in the, in the parable of today, who will go into the presence of God and instead of praying and talking to God, he was busy recounting to himself in the presence of God his righteousness, his virtues how much he has been involved in keeping the commandments of God. His interest was in the rituals and in the rites of religion. Rather, he failed to understand that God does not take interest, does not take pleasure, firstly, in the rituals, in the rites, in the externals of religion. God is more fundamentally interested in the state of our hearts. Yes, it may be true that these Pharisees, this Pharisee who stood and prayed thus with himself, this is how Jesus described it, he stood and prayed thus with himself, with himself because it was not a communion with God. It was not a communication with God. Prayer is supposed to be a moment of communion, a moment of communication with God, a moment of oneness and aloneness with God. But he was so alone with himself and communicating with himself rather than with God. Yes, it may be true. He might have been right that he had actually been paying his tithe. He has been fasting twice a week. He has been carrying out other religious obligations, but the question is how close is his heart to God? How involved was she in acts of charity, love, and kindness? How diligent was she in the use of the resources of this world? How devoted was she to the cause of God Almighty? Was he really in full communion with God at every moment of his entire life? Or was he concerned about giving his tithes without caring about how he is able to raise the money he uses in paying that tithe? Was he concerned about fasting from food, water, water material things twice a week without caring about from unforgiveness without forgiving others without learning to be kind with his words without learning to show love and sympathy without learning to treat others with fairness and justice without recognizing the equality of all human beings was he sabotaging the efforts of the religious leaders of the people of Israel was he one of those Pharisees that will not want to enter the kingdom of God and will not allow others to enter? Was he one of those Pharisees who want to seek the place of honor in public places? Who will do everything to create a positive image of themselves before the public? Yet in their hearts they were dead in sin and iniquity. Yet, we are like that tomb described by Jesus. Outside is painted white so beautiful. But inside are dirty things, filthy things, dirty bones, decayed bones. Beloved children of God, God knows you. He knows me. He knows that we are sinners. He knows that we are imperfect. He knows that we are a people living an imperfect world, yet struggling for perfection, working hard to be holy. So why do we need to show ourselves to him as though we are holy and perfect, rather than submitting ourselves, asking for the aid of his most holy spirit and the gift of his grace to be able to attain holiness, righteousness and purity? Why do we live as though it all depends on us to be holy? No, our strength, our righteousness cannot take us to that level of being innocent in the sight of God. Unless we are aided by the help of the Spirit of God and we are cleansed in the blood of the Lamb. Let us therefore every day of our lives... Even in our struggle for perfection and holiness, be humble enough to admit our sins, to acknowledge our shortfalls, and to seek the mercy of God every moment of our lives. No matter how little the sin may be, let us be broken in our hearts. And let us be remorseful for our iniquities, even for the sins of our generation. Let us seek always the face of God. Let us always submit to the will of God. Let us always struggle every day to draw nearer to God. Even when you feel you have not committed any sin in a particular day, did you know that there were so many wonderful righteous things God would have loved you to do that you failed to do? Did you know you might have fallen into sin by commission or omission? Be humble. And like this task collector, let us learn to say always, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And God being merciful to us, as sinners, is to make us become his righteous people. So we we'll pray today for that grace and strength to walk passionately towards attaining perfection and righteousness, even while acknowledging our sinfulness and asking for God's mercy. Through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.